Welcome to The Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? How was your week? Are you back in school? Are you back in the office? How is all that going? Be sure to check in with yourself. That is a key element of the good self-care we should all be practicing in our daily life. It's a lot of planetary action this week. Um, got a lot to talk about. There's a full moon in Pisces. This is a moon that has us asking the question, who am I? Um, and, you know, full moons are, are particularly sacred times for... Uh, some spiritual people, uh, as a person who practices Wicca, I've been doing that since I was a teen, so many, many years ago. Um, I will be communing with the stars and nature and the spiritual universe and the old ones in my sacred grove in the woods on the mountain uh, today, um, performing my full moon ritual. I think, you know, this is a time where people, you know, should... Uh, uh, you know, a full moon is a point where we nurture what we, you know, what we planted and we take a look and we assess that maybe what we should move on from, uh, relative to the, uh, new moon, uh, a couple of weeks ago. So we had a new moon in Virgo. Now we have a full moon in Pisces today. Um, and full moons are magical times. The veil is seen as being, you know, thinner between uh, our world and the spirit world, the realm where the spirits uh, dwell. A uh, good time to uh, reach out, to put things out to the universe. Um, there's a national election in Canada today. Are you planning to vote? Voting is one of the great privileges in the world. Um... Many people in the world don't have the opportunity of partaking in uh, in, the, in the process of voting in a in an election, and of course, the ability to throw out a government every four years is one of the great freedoms in life. Ideologues and other zealots aren't you know crazy about it, but that is because they want absolute control for their particular agenda. I'm super grateful to live in Canada. However, it is an ongoing work in progress. Change takes time, but it does happen. I've seen much positive change over the course of my lifetime. Personally, I would like to see more money for health care and prescription drugs and dental care um, added to the national health care system moving forward. I think we can do better there. And I think there are other places we can do better too. Um, I would like to see the right to choose an abortion entrenched, you know, specifically in our Charter of Rights and Freedoms. I would like to see the end of homelessness in this country. It appalls me that homelessness exists in a, in a you know, in a land so rich uh, um, as Canada. Um, homelessness should not exist anywhere and certainly not in wealthy, you know, wealthy nations. I would like to see a true national uh, child care program. So, you know, again... Uh, all um, people can benefit from um, freedom um, to working and, and uh, um, create abundance for themselves in the life without worrying about you know how to how to take care of their children at the same time. Um, wealthy people don't have to worry about that. You know, it's the middle class and uh, and working class and and you know and uh, people who are disadvantaged who struggle there. 
You need to even the playing field in, you know, so many areas. I would love to see reconciliation with our first peoples, a healing of the past and a better present and future. I would like to see cohesive, healthy, inclusive communities right across the land. Um, I'd like to see more money for trained skill workers. You know, there are a lot of skilled workers who will be leaving the workforce soon. And uh, those jobs are, um, you know, are going to be open. Um but we need to pay people to go, you know, to train to, you know, to do these uh, Phillies positions. I'd like to see affordable house prices for young people entering the market. It's, you know, um, that's an injustice. Uh, a, you know, a young couple or um, should be able to, you know, or individuals should be able to, you know, afford to buy a house for themselves. That's part of the deal of, you know, living in this um, in this, uh, you know, Western democratic society. Uh and it's gotten away from those original values, and uh, and that need we need to get back to that. Otherwise, the whole thing's going to fall apart. And it's you know it's it's just what's right. Um, I'd like to see a drastic reduction in even you know and actually the elimination of student debt. I would like to see Canada become a leader in the solution, you know, so in the push for the development of clean, green technologies that can heat our homes, power our cities, and move us around in them. Of course, we need to move off uh, on from fossil fuels. Um, the window um, is still there, but uh, we need to act and uh, change now. I would like to see the end of handguns guns and assault weapons in Canada. Uh, you know, nobody needs a gun like that. Um, you know, maybe indigenous hunters have a right to, you know, hunt and I, I suppose other people too, if that's their thing, but uh, handguns and assault weapons, definitely not. Um, and, uh, you, you know, often these guns end up in the hands of criminal gangs, which then, you know, um, uh, make neighborhoods particularly, you know, less, um, privileged neighborhoods uh, unsafe for you know residents there they turn them into war zones which of course is you know another problem i'd like to see change in the way we uh, police and you know have interventionist uh workers that can deal with um, you know mental health situations um i would like to see more money for education arts and culture i'd like to see much higher tax rates for wealthy individuals and corporations and with no loopholes you know, the rich and corporations, companies, uh, they paid a lot more tax when I was young in the, you know, as a child in the 60s and the 70s. The, these rates, uh, you know, dropped, you know, in the late 80s and the 90s. And uh, that has greatly contributed to uh, the uh, tilting of the balance in uh, here in the in the Western world toward uh, um this, you know, heading towards plutocracy rather than democracy. Um, I also look forward to the cessation of the pandemic, you know. Um, it should, you know, I think next summer would be time where in the natural course of a, a thing like this, it should be um, winding down. And I, and I look forward to the lifting of vaccine passports. I'm pro-vaccination, but I'm, you know, I really don't like the idea, you know, Canadians should not have to show ID to sit in a restaurant or walk into a gym or a movie, movie theater. This is not Korea or Stalin's Soviet empire. Um, these must be very, very temporary mess, you know, um, measures. You know, if you're listening to this podcast today, think about what you value and then get out and vote your conscience. 
conscience. Uh, participate in democracy. Participate in your democracy. I hope this is a good day for democracy. I hope to see more women in our government by day's end. Definitely want to see more women. And I want to see a parliament that re reflects the present day democratic makeup of Canada. So much more inclusive. These are my hopes. Um, we've got other things going on in the skies. Uh, Virgo season for 2021 will draw to a close midweek. I hope you made the most of its get stuff done and be of service energies. And our friend Mercury goes retrograde yet again at week's end. Planetary placements for the week of September 20th to September 26th. The sun starts the week at 27 degrees of Virgo. Mercury is at 23 degrees of Libra. Venus is at 11 degrees of Scorpio. And Mars is at 3 degrees of Libra. So now take a look at your natal chart and see where Virgo, Libra, and Scorpio are. And via the house rulerships, um, you will be able to see the areas of life that are, you know, will be affected most by the fast-tracking action of these inner planets. Jupiter is at 23 degrees of Aquarius, retrograde. Saturn is at 7 degrees of Aquarius, also retrograde. Uranus is at 14 degrees of Taurus, more retrograde. Neptune is at 21 degrees of Pisces, yes, retrograde. And Pluto, what the hell, is also at 24 degrees of Capricorn, retrograde. So both middle planets and all three outer planets remain retrograde. Just remember that outer planet retrogrades relate to deeper matters and are more subtle than an inner planet retrograde like, say, Mercury. Um, middle planet retrogrades will affect the quality of an experience during a Jupiter or transits, uh, um, uh, Saturn transit through a sign. Um, Chiron, the healer, is at 11 degrees of Aries. It's retrograde, too. So, you know, take a look at where Chiron is over your chart, where's Aries, and you can maybe expect something coming, you know, maybe something that you didn't attend to. It, it's going to show, uh, show up again, and, uh, and, you know, pay attention to it this time. Black Moon Lilith is at 7 degrees of Gemini, so progressing into Gemini. Um, so curious and exploring and also about, you know, looking at the various means and ways to gain power, to empower. Uh, the North Node is at 3 degrees of Gemini and the South Node is at 3 degrees of Sagittarius. So the karmic axis is 3 degrees of Gemini to Sagittarius. Again, go to your natal chart to see where those points of, uh, you know, those degree points of Sag uh, Gemini and Sagittarius are. Things are brewing there in the areas of life um, that um, are governed and affected by the, the, the uh, um, degrees of, uh, said degrees of Gemini and Sagittarius. The, st the static elemental table for the week is one fire, 11 air, uh, 11 earth, and seven water. Um... The quality of the week is mutable, so we have adaptable earth and air energies to work with this week. The weekly moon cycle. So this is important uh, information for um, spellcasting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day -day living for everyone. The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us every 28 days. The moon begins the week in Pisces. The moon will wax to full at 7.54 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, mon uh, 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 Monday evening, uh, so today. 
the moon will then transit into Aries at 11.13 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And at this point, the moon begins its waning gibbous phase. Um, Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon will move into the fixed Earth sign of Taurus. Then Saturday at 8.37 p.m., the moon will make its final transit of the week into the mutable sign of Gemini. The lunar elemental cycle for the week is mutable water, Pisces, cardinal fire, Aries, fixed Earth, Taurus, and mutable air, Gemini. Monday's moon in Pisces takes us into the realm of the mystical and the spiritual, into the realm of spirits, a perfect prelude to a full moon. Tuesday and Wednesday are about passion and beginnings. The Aries moon stokes our desire for adventure. We feel energetic and enthusiastic under these lunar energies. Even the most routine-oriented among us can become open to spontaneity when the moon is in Aries. Woo! Um, trying something different, even, you know... Um, in the moment, I have to admit, I'm, uh, I'm pretty routine-oriented, uh, pretty structured. Um, actual Aries and Aries rising folk, however, must take care against impulsive actions that can prove re uh, reckless, and also blunt, tactless, tactless speech that can cause unintended harm. Um, it's a lot of Aries energy, and uh, it can... It can um, bring out the worst, uh, you know, the worst aspects or the most um, dysfunctional aspects of Aries for, you know, for Aries folks. But probably Leo needs to pay attention to that too and Sag, you know, fire. Um, now, uh, sex is highlighted this week with both an Aries moon and a Taurus moon. Sex will be energetic and intense during the Aries lunar transit. Um, things slow down Thursday when the moon moves into Taurus. We feel a strong need for security and comfort when the moon transits this earth sign. We want to settle in and stay a while while the moon is in Taurus. Taurus is a sensual sign, so we want to enjoy pleasure via good food. And yes, sex. But slow, silky, languid sex. Saturday night, we may feel a restlessness as the moon moves into Gemini. Those who have a vaccine passport may want to get out and be with people. And those who feel the urge but do not have passports will find a more underground social outlet. People are going to do what people do. Um, Sunday, we will want to explore, experience, and express via a variety of modes and mediums. We may be a little bit all over the place mentally under these energies. You know, maybe Gemini, Aquarius, more so, and said risings and moons as well. And yeah, jumping from one thing to the next. Uh, always a caution against adopting judgmental stances when the moon is in Gemini. Stay spiritual, folks. Uh, the planetary events for the week. Well, today, September 20th, uh, the full moon in Pisces uh, occurs at 7.54 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This full moon is sacred water energy. This lunation is a time of sacred water magic. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. Often, you know, it's considered the home of old souls. You know, it's the, it's the veil is thin sign. This Pisces full moon is dreamy, mystical, um, you know, uh, lunation. It helps us find our personal power and our inspiration. This moon wants us to look at our relationship with faith and trust. You know, what do we believe in? In what and, you know, and whom, you know, do we trust? I will admit that, you know, due to things that happen to me along my path, I have trust issues. That's mostly in personal relationship areas. Um, not so much institute, you know, well, some too, you know. 
Um, yeah, but mostly personal relationship areas. I don't have a lot of, you know, I trust issues. Um, this lunation compels us to identify and express our spiritual needs and then to bring form to them in some sort of creed or belief set. You know, a, a framework that can help us live better as we move forward through times, both good and bad. And, you know, life is going to be what it's going to be. Even if, you know, we're making healthy, loving choices for ourselves um, uh, in, in a given day, things can usually be okay, but we get a variety of results. And yes, you know, the, the Moon Tarot card tells us that there will be challenging emotional paths in life, uh, you know, passages in life. That's just part of life. You know, I'm a nice man, but my dog always dies. Now, I mean, I haven't had a lot of dogs in life. I, you know, my, but five that I would really say were, you know, were my, my companion uh, buddy. Uh, the last one, Beckett, passed in the early '90s, and my life really now now really doesn't work to have a dog. I am, um, so you know, I have to live like my my dog loving life vicariously through others. Um, This moon aligns us with our deeper dreams and challenges us to bring them into the world. Um, this moon will bring us face to face with our weaknesses, with our fears, with our ghosts, with our failures and our addictions. It will sing to our darkness and to our hunger. It brings us an opportunity to let go of what causes us to suffer, though, to free ourselves of what no longer belongs in our life. Be open to making peace with yourself and with your past. Be open to healing the struggling relationships in your life that are salvageable and, you know, and should have a place in your life. Um, this moon offers us insight into who we really are and what kind of life we really should be living. Form intent to feed the good things in your life during your full moon ritual and cultivate willingness to let go of all the things that no longer nourish or please you. September 22nd, um, the sun enters Libra, so fall equinox, uh, at least in the northern hemisphere. So 321 Eastern Daylight Time, um, we have uh, the sun moving into Libra. Um, Libra is a sign of balance, and during the fall equinox, light and darkness are in equal balance for the next four weeks. Energies will be conducive to finding balance, seeking and creating harmony. Diplomatic approaches to problem solving. Uh, energies will also be um, conduce, you know, focused on the arts and on romance and love. Libra, of course, is ruled by the planet Venus, and so this is a, scene, a season of Venus. And you know, Venus, a planet, um, rules love, relationships, creativity, the arts, attraction, also values, personal values. Um. Sunday, September 26th, uh, Mercury goes retrograde in Libra. This is the last time Mercury will go retrograde for this year. Uh, things slow down, particularly in your Libra ruled natal house. Uh, procrastination can be a huge issue, as can um, communication breakdowns, both human and technical. This planetary event can bring change to relationships, ending partnerships that no longer work or are or that are outrightly toxic. Legal issues or problems can come to a head now. Mercury will be in Libra until November 5th and will be retrograde until October 18th. Aspects of note for the week. Monday, September 2nd, uh, 20th rather. <laughs> yes, today is September 20th. 
Uh, Mercury and Libra trying Jupiter and Aquarius. This positive air element aspect brings a hopeful, good vibes energy to the first day of the week. Uh, really nice energy to start a week with. A good day for exploring new subjects and interests. A uh, good day for spending time with friends, both new and old. And um, really conducive energies for forming mutually beneficial relationships with new associates that can prove fo- fruitful for both moving forward. Um, Wednesday, September 22nd, Mercury in Libra is squaring Pluto in Capricorn. Holding one's tongue might be the best course in certain situations under these energies, particularly where there is stress. You know, what you say may may not come out right and is certain to be misinterpreted. My mother used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I'm not sure that that really applies to every situation in life. But it certainly could be the way to go Wednesday. I'm pretty sure what my mother was getting at was to be sure there was no harmful intent in the words you say. And I think certainly that's important. Um, even if we are careful, interactions interactions with others can be intense, uh, prickly under these energies. Uh, spiritual principles of patience and tolerance could be especially helpful. Um, in navigating uh, this uh, transit, try to remain maintain an open mind and avoid arguing just for the sake of arguing or being drawn into that. This is a good time for research. Just be sure you are open minded um, to you know the results of your uh, of your research to to discovery and that you're not trying to manipulate uh, what you find to fit on uh, you know an existing uh, agenda and caution against employing manipulation in conversations and interactions you know in order to achieve one's personal ends stay spiritual i say it again stay spiritual um thursday september 23rd venus and scorpio opposition uranus and taurus uh, expect the unexpected in love and in finances with this aspect. Um, Scorpio is a sign that deals with, you know, deals with our financial life too, particularly with Scorpio over the eighth house or the second. Um, you know, this uh, today could bring serendipitous good fortune, you know, could also bring disaster. If you have a partner, a surprise event or a discovery or revelation may cause, you know, may create tension uh, today, uh, that day. Uh, healthy relationships could, you know, should be able to withstand whatever comes up. Um, if you've been getting away with something that you shouldn't be, this can be the day you get caught. So be careful. Certainly don't press your luck when this opposition is in effect. Uh, in those sort of situations, what can go wrong will go wrong. Saturday, September 25th, Mars in, Mars in Libra trying Saturn in Aquarius. Commitments come easily naturally under these energies a good day for proposals of all sorts this could be a good day to propose if the aspecting planets harmonize accordingly with your natal chart so something to with you know with the love or relationship houses so you know the fifth or the seventh uh, even the first really um there's a lot of strong confident disciplined and focused energy available here make good use of it this energy can, you know, help to counteract the um, the heaviness of the beginning of the Mercury retrograde. So Saturday, you know, and Sunday, this ener- this aspect is going to uh, create a maybe a more productive window within the uh, overall uh, retrograde window. Um, 
For daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram at Duncan Dillamontang. You'll find one posted most days in the story sections. I also post astrology reports on the blog of my website. You can find a link to that in the bio on my Instagram. Well, that's it for this week. Um, I wish you well. I want to thank you all for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others.